G'day guys and welcome to Slotcast Presents Footy Talk with Joseph. Now today I've got a very special guest, a bloke who can talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles, who brings just brilliant chat, I have to say, nothing better. And I'll let him introduce himself. Oh, thanks for the big rap, Joseph. I can't, um, <laughs> I can't say all of it was true. Never tried talking with my mouth full underwater with marbles, but I'm Dominic, um, big Dragons fan, have been for since I can remember. Um, yeah, just a bit, um, bigger fan of footy, actually, to be honest. Just love watching as many games as I can each round and like to think that I know a bit about the game, but I guess you can be the judge of that. Yeah, how, how good was that? He's already a natural. <laughs> All right. Now, i got to ask, because your club is a filthy merger, um, which <laughs> put the boot in already. Good on you. <laughs> yeah. Which side of the merger did you come from? Uh, obviously, the successful side, the one that uh, won fifteen premierships, eleven in a row, <laughs> just celebrated our hundred year centenary. It is the St George side, clearly. Yeah, well, the side that you get no uh, juniors from, obviously. Matt Dufty, Mark Asnia, enough said. <laughs> Why would Matt Dufty be in there? Is that could you only think of two? <laughs> uh, no, all, all I need is to give two because it's probably two more than the Roosters. But anyway, we'll mate, move on. From Victor that. Radley, it's not about the Roosters. Well, we got mate, we got two. We got two in our squad right now. Radley yeah. and Lamb. You just worry about them playing each week, right? Well, yeah, because they're fucking gonna get fucking injured. Well, look, yeah. if we already started talking about that, we may as well go into it. So talk about Friday night's game. Um, and the mm. fucking diabolical refereeing. Look, I don't... Yeah, look, the ref can miss shit on the field. That's, you know, that's what they're, you know, they're human. But fuck me, when you're watching it 20 times on a replay, everyone at the stadium re- recoiled because I was there. They, everyone recoiled and, like, and you just hear like a grunt through everyone that as fucking Dylan Brown's knees... Enter Hutchison's fucking ribs and into his bloody lung. How? Yeah. Like, I don't. How do you just miss that? And it takes twenty minutes for the like that to go on the report or whatever it was. I think Robo said in his press conference it was like twenty minutes before they found out. Like, yeah, that's just yeah. Well, I mean, it actually prevented um, Suwali's debut, which would have been pretty interesting. Would have enforced the eighteenth man rule, but the bunkers completely. Um, butchered that on can't understand everyone me watching at home and who I was watching with everyone understood it should have been 10 in the bin 10 um, in the bin at a, at a minimum I, I would have I would have accepted a send off 100% it was pretty it was pretty disgusting Hutchinson was like absolutely breathing on the ground like broken rib punctured lung and like it's pretty disappointing um, like I don't want to see anyone get hurt on the field but like reading through some of the Facebook comments, like in the aftermath on some of the other social media pages, it's pretty disappointing to see um, a number of other fans like just um, isolate the incident just because it's part of the Roosters who um, a lot of teams hate, a lot of fans hate tall poppy syndrome. To be honest, <laughs> um, they they weren't feeling feeling sorry for the Roosters or um, just respecting the game as how it should be played. Like I, I don't think Dylan Brown has. Much malice in his game, but no, he got he it wrong. He definitely didn't mean to, but fuck, like when you get it wrong, yeah. you got to still be no, punished it, for it. Yeah, he, he should have faced the consequences on the field, and 
to the Roosters hearing four weeks on the sideline for Dylan Brown's cold comfort when they get absolutely no um, uh, benefit, you, should, you could say, um, in the 80 minutes, which is all that matters, to be honest. Yeah, like, you know, for that game, it should have been basically 11 v 13 for at least 10 minutes, like, Whatever his name was, uh, fuck, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, Neokore. Yeah, Neokore. Absolute smashes, like, Tedesco's head. What what happens if Tedesco's gone there? We lose a our fullback and our uh, our six. Like, that's yeah, well, just fucking, you know, he should have got 10 in the bin easy. I don't think his definitely, I don't think it wasn't a send-off. But, nah. Like, we, you know, we lost touch for basically well, four weeks and the rest of that game, you know, I, well, I didn't uh, think we could have won that game, but... Well, I, you, you, you know. could have won the game had the the calls probably been officiated properly from the bunker. Well, you at least put yourself in the position. I'm not sure. I can't quite remember how many points um, you guys scored when you were versing 13. I think, what, you scored 31-18. So yeah, you take the two players that could have been off the field for 10 minutes or they could have remained with 12 Um following like a possible correct decision and it just changes the game. Sam Walker's got more time um, and you'd be doing a lot less defending. You'd be on the front foot a whole lot more. So it could have could have resulted in two points, but I guess we'll never know. But yeah. they, they got it wrong. They got it wrong. Like fucking Butcher, 70 tackles, Marshke, 69. Like that's just yeah, ridiculous. ridiculous. That's, you know, 36% possession. Look, we we only held the ball. We had a 70% um, percent possession. It's obviously not good enough. That's, you know, 23 of 33, whereas, you know, Parrot held the ball, 42 of 48, 88%. Well, I mean, I, I think it says a lot about both sides. I think the character of the Roosters, you see, it doesn't matter. It's just the next man up um, mentality. Someone goes down, it's your job to step in and try and do the best uh, of your ability to replace them or stand in their position. And I thought Parramatta, with a weight of possession, are pretty poor. I didn't think Mitch Moses... Um, controlled like well was that creative inside the Roosters um, 20 and attacking their try line like I think four of the tries were coming off kicks and and then the last try in the game yeah it was, it was, yeah, like, oh. it was, it was all four <laughs> tries off kicks and league, Dylan Brown who should have probably been sent off scored yeah it wouldn't be time. a factor of the game nah it was it was, an, it was an interesting game a lot of controversy but um, yeah I think the NRL can take a few lessons out of that game with regards to the bunker yeah, look, I, I do have to say, I went to Bankwest um, again, so it was my second time at Bankwest. First time, it was like, I think, 8,000 people or something. It was Roosters-Tigers game. Oh, um, I think in 2019, it must have been. Um, but yeah, I went, uh, went last, um, obviously last Friday when it was on, and 25,000 people or something. It was like, it was pretty hectic, and it was like really good atmosphere. Too bad yeah. Paris supporters are fucking... Children, but oh well. <laughs> no. Actually, it was good. It was good fun. Like just saying, you know, you want the Western Sydney teams to do good because fucking absolute heartlands for yeah, us. Yeah, hundred percent. You no. guys certainly are not. But yeah, on. definitely, yeah, definitely not anymore. <laughs> I uh, I think we've well, considering we only got fucking what is it? It's we got barely any due, like actual geographical like. Location yeah, in terms of your, your catchment area is very small, but we got the what the upper, upper uh, eastern suburbs. So I think ours ends. I don't even think Coogee is technically Roosters territory anymore. I, I think, think it could be South. I think uh, so. Uh, Randwick is like the border, basically. 
Yeah, it'd be, is... it'd be doing that. So, yeah, the one thing, one thing you're not sure on is cash, so... Yeah, well, you know, that's... Sometimes that helps. <laughs> well, it does. It solves problems. That's why we just, we'll just buy the players. But, yeah, so that was, you know, fucking... Now, we'll get on to the next thing. And this is a bit of a touchy subject because there's a lot of uh, f- very fragile men out there who r- must really like uh, either New South Wales or Parramatta because <laughs> Jared Hayne is getting locked up for... Oof. Yeah, oof, for just, I think, just being a little bit too aggressive. And I'm understating it there by a fucking country mile because he's a fucking grub. What the fuck, bro? And you know what? All right. One allegation or, you know, I can see why people would be uh, hesitant. Like you look at, you know, the stuff that happened with Sean Kenny down, other, you know, a couple other players that have had, I think Kieran Foran even had something similar. Yeah. But you get another one. Obviously, you're a fucking animal. And thank God you're locked up. And now I think uh, Gus Gussie Gould's into that uh, New South Wales Origin editing room, and he's uh, he's definitely cutting up some of those clips from 2014 and uh, just pushing him to the side. Just you know. Yeah, um, I don't think he'll be in the um, the 2021 Origin um, <laughs> promotion videos. I don't think Hainsey will make the cut. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't think he will. The grub. I don't know how to describe it. Like it's. I'd say a shame, but it's not because he he knew what he was doing and he's just an absolute grub. Um, Fucking hell, mate. Come on. With, with, with a bloke that at the time, um, well, during his career, he had like all the talent in the world. It was noted that he wasn't a very hard worker, very hard trainer. Um, he was pretty pretty flippant. He went off to join the NFL. Everyone was behind him. Um, he came back. There was a massive fanfare around the game. Such a big name and just um, pretty sad how he's sort of um, descended to wasted, those sort of depths. Absolutely wasted talent. And, you know, I'm not trying to sound like it's a shame or anything that, you know, that's it's happened. Shame, obviously, for the victim and those fucking grubs. Um, like, if you look at any single sort of comment on the, under the, any of these fucking NRL, like, posts or posts around it, Fuck me, people are just grubs. I think people forget that they have mums or like daughters or sisters. Fuck, fuck you, know. Seriously, it's just like some people are animals. But look, we'll move on from that just because it is probably a, not a nice subject to talk about. But yeah, fuck you, Jaron Hain. Your hopefully your Dallium gets taken away and thrown down the fucking sink. Actually, who did who did he get it? Didn't he get share it with it it's with someone? Uh, he shared one with JT. That's right. One. Well, you know what? Give JT another one. He deserves it. And I think he won another one in 2009. It was something. When, when I think that, well, the Eels came, came eighth and ended up making the grand final. I was actually there that day. And then, yeah, they beat the Dragons in the first round and then we got knocked out. That's right, because you guys were... Um... Yeah, a bunch of pretenders that year, to be honest. Yeah, well, you guys came first. Yeah, no, I won the minor premiership and... Um, all went up in flames. <laughs> That's all right next year. 32 yeah. to 8 grand final. All is better. All is well. Ah, uh, yeah. Let's not talk about that. Um, what else? Where, when? So, who did he get? I can't even see how many uh, he got. 
I can't find it. Ah, well. Fuck him. He doesn't well, he, deserve he got, any he of got two. He got two. He got two, and now he's going to have none because he's an absolute fucking animal. Now, on to an, a little less clear-cut of a thing. So, DeBellin's... So, is he still signed with you guys? Um. Yeah, his, his current contract expires at the end of the year. Do you think he's going to get re-signed? Well, apparently, in the papers that I was saying, um, that there was a, a secret deal where he's been paid um, $1,000 a week throughout the court proceedings. And then when he... Well, if, if he's found not guilty or um, the charges are, are thrown out of court and there's no third retrial, um, apparently the Dragons had offered him, a, I think, a three-year deal. Um, for eight hundred thousand a year, for a bloke that uh, hasn't played rugby league in how many years? Yeah, I know it's a massive risk. I don't know it's a, it's a tough one because he was such a such a good player. He just made the Origin squad, um, won a series actually. And was, was a pretty good player in that, to be honest, and one of probably our probably our forward leader. He, he hit blokes between him and Travoyevich, so the best tacklers in the league, but. It is a big risk, and you just you just wonder do you set up for the future? But um, they've thrown a lot of resources behind him during the time he has been suspended. So I, was gonna say. I don't know. I don't know if the club feels obligated to offer him a contract, or but it's it's a different. It's Anthony Griffin now. So yeah, and because he's still he's still uh, like signed. Uh, not signed. He's still training with you guys. Yeah, he's he's not training with the. With the first team squad, he's training with the reserves at the moment because oh, I think Anthony said, "Yeah, he didn't he didn't want to be a distraction because apparently over last over the time he's been out, there's been a lot of speculation about him being a distraction and some players not really um, agreeing with the idea that he's training and, and stuff like that." Yeah, so I, I, think I don't think yeah. taking it out of the equation. That, that's probably that's probably a really good thing for Griff. Like that's smart from Griffin to do that because he what, he got so one of his charges got dropped. Yep. Um, yeah. So let's we'll see what what happens in that. Um, you know, always innocent until proven guilty. But there's you know, you want to believe women. That's I think that's something everyone should strive to do. Want to strive? Yeah. No. Just, it's, should, it's, but, it's, it's, I just hope it's over sooner rather than later and the right verdict is reached, whichever yeah, that is, that's, yeah. that's fine. Whether he's back playing football, good on him. Whether he's rotting in a jail cell, um, fair, fair, whichever yeah. way that's like that. Yeah, so, all right, well, we'll move on just to the, the review of the of the round. I didn't listen to that many. Uh, well, so I missed a couple games on a Friday because I was out getting pretty blind and basically none of the place none of the bars that I was at had uh, rugby league on unfortunately um, but we'll start with I watched I definitely watched the Thursday night game uh, and yeah hol- holy shit what what happened to the rabbits like I understand you have that many players out but you know that's that's massive. That's well, fifty nil is massive. If I was to compare the Rabbitohs' performance, um, possibly to the Roosters, not necessarily the performance, but um, 
Well, yeah, look, the Roosters had players missing. Um, Radley went off for a HIA. Drew Hutchinson obviously went down on the half-time siren, and Sam Walker's got a bum shoulder. Uh, Rabbitohs didn't start the game with uh, their full squad. I think Reynolds was out. Obviously, the trail's still um, on the sidelines, and, and Cam Murray wasn't playing either. But I don't know if the, the Bunny players used it, used it as an excuse not to muscle up. Because I, I don't understand how you don't get up for a game against Melbourne. You know, they're essentially the pinnacle of rugby league year on year. Yeah. And well, the Bunnies got, got what they deserve. Their forwards didn't show up, and they let themselves here. Yeah, 100%. But just to cut you off, your mic is doing some fucking weird shit right now. Oh. I think, is it rubbing against your shirt or something? Oh, actually, it might be. Wait, <laughs> hang on. One second. Let me test something. Hello. Yeah, I can hear you fine now. It doesn't seem to be. Okay. Okay, I now, now I can hear it. Okay, I think um, um, I have a mic on my earphones and I think I was playing with it. <laughs> you fucking mongrel. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a tech man. I'm a footy man. Let's get back to the footy. Let's get back to the footy because I can still hear it. It keeps crackling through. I apologise to our viewers. Uh, Dominic will not be welcome back next week. Uh, oh, I might invest in a mic. Maybe well, that's the go. That that is a go. Well, you can come you can come over and grab my old one if you want. I don't use that anymore, but it doesn't work at all. So maybe don't use that. Anyway, the millions and millions of viewers that are listening to this don't want to hear about my mic situation. No, so we let's don't. Get back. We don't. Because... Let's get back to the footy and, and please, <laughs> please the millions. Yeah, well, well, mate, millions, billions. We got the whole of it. Oh, I was gonna say India, maybe not India. Uh, mate, the whole of China listening because obviously China's going to Beijing. Make the game great again. This is our mission. Let's go. That's, we're exporting this to China only, because we want you know we want a billion people playing this sport. I want I want everyone in the world playing this sport. But now, did we go through all of it? Oh no. Well, actually, no. We didn't go through all the game because didn't talk about mate. Addo Car six tries. Fuck me. Two of them were forward. Yeah. <laughs> Two yeah, of them were forward passes. Glad he wears blue um, in June and July, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, first first player in 71 years to yeah. score six in a match. So, nah, it speaks, speaks volumes about the Melbourne system and Addo Carr as an individual, just a great finisher. Oh, 100%. Like, fuck, he's just so good. Like, just he, he's just so quick just to get to that line, just off the mark as well. But And just full credit to all those the uh, forwards, Melbourne forwards and just Harry Grant, uh, oh. cheese. They're just so fucking good. Oh my god! Oh, the, the one-two punch in Melbourne with well, they, they started Brandon Smith in that game actually, and then brought Grant on. Um, yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous how how good it is. And then you got some clubs that can't even find a first choice hooker, and Melbourne Melbourne have got two of the best in their squad. So well, they, it's they gonna, got, gonna be, it's gonna be big. Well, they got the Queensland hooker and they got the uh, New Zealand hooker. Yeah, a bit of a bit of a luxury. Fucking hell. But like and massive I think Christian Welsh, fucking hundred and eighty something meters, I think it is, hundred and eighty four meters. That's crazy. Like just he's a great player. So couldn't keep his uh schlong in his pants during lockdown, but you know, man's gotta do what a man's gotta do. Absolutely, I don't blame him one bit. Well, I mean, if you compare him, if you, if you can pl- compare him, like Cody Walker was the most run meters for the for the bunnies, and that's an outside back. I can't even see where the forwards come in. They didn't. They just didn't aim up, and they sort of let themselves down. But 
Yeah, they, they just oh, well, I'm, sure that, I'm sure they'll be back. They had plenty of excuses. Um, shouldn't shouldn't need to be in a professional environment, but uh, they'll they'll bounce back from that for sure. Yeah, and like it would have been sixty nil if Munster could kick. Like that's yeah, yeah, oh, like ten God, tries. If you, yeah, if you had a fifty plus on your multi, like some poor bastard did, yeah. uh, you'd be you'd be knowing where to point the finger straight at Cam <laughs> Munster. Uh, I got to so I got to ask this again. All right, so. I don't know if I said it last year, but last week, sorry. But Stadium Australia, so ANZ Stadium, or the old ANZ, they got 7,500 people there. Look, I get it's a Thursday night, but why would you just not pay that game at Redfin? Like, um, or just another, like a different, like, it's too big. Why? Yeah, it's just like, so, it's, 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 You it's don't so see anything. Small. It's awful. It, like, there's just no atmosphere there unless there's 80,000 people. You know, it's got well, I think, um, well, I know that they've got a contract with the stadium to play a certain amount of games there. And yeah, and they, they, get, the they get paid to pay. get paid to play there. Yeah. But um, maybe in the next couple of years, they might be changing that. I think the Landys is looking to go back to suburban grounds. And actually, I think they might be playing out the new SFS when it comes in. I'm not too sure. I fucking hope not. That's, my, that's yeah. our home ground. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, it wouldn't make sense though, you know. It's fairly close. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they're playing out west when their heart and soul of the club is in Redfern. Even mm-hmm. though South fans are everywhere, yeah. see them on TV at any event. There but... was one on Friday at the Para game, at the Para Roosters game, and it made oh, every every game. Every game I watched, there was a Bunnies fan in the in the stands. It's like a plague. One hundred percent. There's just what, what for? Why are you? What are you doing? Stupid metagreen fucks. Fuck all. <laughs> Look, we enjoy all fans here. Um, you know, except Bunnies fans. Um, <laughs> actually, one of my best mates is a Bunnies fan. I can't say that. All right, we'll move on from that game because there's nothing like it's fucking fifty nil. What are you going to say there? Storm were just clinical, and Rovers just fucking shit them, shit themselves. Now, I want to bring it to the Panthers Sharks game, and. Holy fuck! This is what happens when you go when you go up against, you know, the top club. When and then you and you've just sacked your coach because you didn't want him to do well. Like, come on! And you, you play shit. You yeah, and you play shit. That was shit. Yeah. Was the sharks are terrible. Oh, Sean Johnson was garbage. Yeah, yeah. By the end of the game, Will Chambers was pointing to his ring finger to try and. Get some sort of um, some sort of dignity left, saying I've won a premiership, not you guys. I don't think it's far. <laughs> Going to be a long time till Penrith win. Yeah, well, if they don't win this they're, year, they they have they. Sh- if if they don't win this year, that's a they're you know, then I think then you can call them chokers, or just I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're, oh, their confidence will be shot, but if they can keep at least the core of that squad together. They're going to be hard to beat for the next five years, but oh, hundred yeah. percent. I just, I just don't know if they would have the dominance that they're having over the last couple of years to yeah, sustain it that long. I think, but I don't know. You know, I thought they were going to drop. I genuinely thought that, you know, them losing Mansour and Tamau was going to absolutely not ruin them or anything like that. But it was that was just you know a bit of maturity in that team that they never. I had, thought they were going to have second year syndrome. And I'm yeah, and like that as well. Idiot. Oh yeah, I've I've, You're off tops. <laughs> I've got fucking egg on my face. Uh, yeah, the 
Sharks just didn't turn up, eh? They just got nothing. Um, and look, look at their squad. They've got, like, good players. Like, they've got, you know, and, like, experience. You know, Will Chambers, Jesse Ramian, Sean Johnson, Chad Townsend, you know, Aiden Holman, Aaron Woods, Wade Graham. You know, there's, like, I can add Matt Moylan on the bench. And, you know, and then they had fucking Josh Dugan in the reserves, 800K player. Mm. That's just shows you something. Either something's wrong, or well, something, well, something was wrong. They sacked their coach, and you know, half of them don't know if they're playing next year for the club. Well, that that should that should bring out the best in the players. Playing for a contract, playing for your livelihood, and um, a spot in the team next year when a lot of them are off contract. I, I can't, I can't work out what they do, what they what they aren't doing. Like they're just they're just going through the motions. They're poor to watch from a team last year that. Scored a lot of tries and a lot of points. They haven't don't look like they've got a creative um, bone in their body at the moment. They're, well, they're, they bet they bet you at the start of the year. Yeah, that's to be that's fair. Really you, got, you, you guys played terrible, I but I'm just you know scored three tries off kicks. So, but <laughs> I think uh, they're missing the that. in the middle of the field. But they've just got a lot of. A lot of um, industrious, honest players, but I think they're missing a bit of spark in the middle. Like, but they've, see how they've got the spark, Bruce though. Play with Radley. They've got... No, no, but like a ball-playing middle forward. Uh, Toby Rudolph doesn't offer that. He's, no, a, he's, no, he's, 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 an, extra fo- he's an extra front rower. He's but he's a, just a bit, up and a bit down. More, yeah. Well, that's why I thought you would have had Chad um, Wade Graham there, but I don't know. See, okay. I don't know. Even, even Billy Magulius, he's got a bit of attacking play in him. Mate. He uh he took one of the girls I know for a date a couple of years ago, and uh, look actually I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> I don't know. Is this a footy podcast anymore? What's going on here? Well, it was just funny. It involves a footy player, and yeah, it was very funny. Now that girl goes out with one of my mates, and every time he comes up on the screen, I, I look at her and go, "You could have had that." And then I look at my mate who's probably passed out, having a laugh, doing stupid <laughs> shit, and like, "Okay, you know what? You made the right choice, but." Ah. Anyway, now we already sort of talked about the Roosters Eels game. You know, I, I think I basically I said everything I can. Just gutsy yeah, from take, us. Take that one off the list. No, no point not talked about. <laughs> yeah. So the, yeah, just gutsy from us. Terrible refereeing decisions, but I don't think that would have impacted the result. To be honest, maybe different margin, but I still think Parramatta deserved to win, just from their consistency. Um, but, you know, back on to next week, see how they go and see how, you know, hopefully we meet again some point during the year when we've actually got a squad. So we can do. All right. Yeah, now, start the seven. Yeah, well, fuck off. We don't have half a team. I think we've got, what, nine of our top 17 out? Might be under the cap. Oh, fuck off. Uh, yeah, that's why we're only losing by 13 points to second place or something. Oh, we, we beat second place. Anyway, this isn't about me. <laughs> it's this not about, about you. The and the Dragons. Let's move on. Well, you know, well yeah, well, let's, let's see how it goes. All right. Now, we got Raiders Knights. I only got to see the highlights of this. I didn't watch the the game uh, fully, unfortunately, like I said before, because I was out. Uh, I think that was why uh, Dom's mic was getting uh, Jared Hayne. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I think Knights just... Great second half performance, it looked like. Raiders just, well, 
who knows what the fuck's going on there. That you know, Tarpanese wife's coming out angry, and if she's blowing oh, up, imagine God. What, imagine Wasn't what, that a disgrace? Oh, come on, she's insulted yeah, her she, opinion. But, leave it to uh, the professionals, love. Just sit back. <laughs> oh, let, let, Joe, let Joey play football. Let Ricky coach and just just stay out of the media. Seriously. Yeah, I th- look, I don't think she helped the that situation. That was ordinary. I, I, look, she's entitled to her opinion, but fucking hell. That's, but the thing that will stop um, wives coming out in the media and John Bateman throwing barbs across from England, he's winning football games and they gave up a 16-0 lead and, well, you can't be doing that, obviously, in any form of football, let alone um, professional football, first grade. And um, they're just not looking like themselves. They're not, they're not playing over the advantage line. They look slow. Um, looks like they're lacking flair. Well, um, when, when Jack White and the Dally M winning origin centre is not playing, you know, top-notch footy, or just even that quality, you, you can tell something's wrong. Um, I don't know. Hopefully the bounce back. I'll, you know, having the Raiders go good is, is great to watch. Uh, it's great for rugby league. But I think it's good for the game. Even better to watches the Knights winning. I love love watching the Knights win. I you know you know, it just gives me a taste of Joey again. You know, I think uh-huh. even though Joey was like what eight when I retired, I think. Yeah, two thousand seven, I think Sonny Bill retired him, didn't he? Or no, he, uh, no, he it was, broke his jaw in oh five, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that he retired the first time, wasn't it? And then he came back. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I just know he retired in oh seven, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm gonna look that up. I just the most the game I've watched the most of Joey, not because of Joey. Game two. No, is um is the Roosters two thousand two. I've got the VHSs of our finals run and the grand final. Oh. So we versed the Knights, and that's that's one of my favorite um favorite games. And then there's the other one. There's a two thousand game. I'm pretty sure it is where uh, Andrew Johns. Ask, I think was it Fletcher? I think it's kind of Fletcher about what are you boys doing for? Is that the Roosters game? Yeah, I know. Oh, no, ask Rico. He asked well, Luke Rickardson. He goes, "What are you boys doing for Mad Monday coming off?" And then we came back in the second half and beat him. Yeah, well, I remember. Well, I don't remember. I remember watching it. Um, obviously at a later date because I was two. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, John. That was a game where John's threw the intercept and Freddie Freddie plucked it out of the air and ran away. Right. And that was also. Maddie's last game for the Knights. Oh, was it? I think so. That would have been yep. 2000, 2000 then. Yep. Oh, 2000. Hey, how good's that? Love. I've got to love Freddie. He's just, I've got so many of his jerseys. <laughs> All right. Well, we're not talking about the Roosters. Come on. What are, how do we always get back here? Yeah. So that, yeah. Well, yeah. Look, Knight's great. Ponga is just great. I love Ponga. He's so good. Frizzle oh, just. Good, good for the Knights to actually show some character because. I think for a number of years they've been pretty soft and for some of the squads they've had, I feel like they've been underachieving. I know they've had some injuries, but every side goes through injuries. But um, yeah, yeah. too inconsistent for mine, but it was good to see them show some character and a, and a bit of mental toughness to come back into a game when they're 16-0 down. Yeah, well, when you've got Ponger in your team, I think that would inspire. And Jaden Braley's great. I think he's so solid in the middle. Um, yeah, being, and then you got your Kurt Mann and Phoenix Crossland as your halves. Jeez, slim, slim pickings. Well, what's Pierce is out for ages, I think. Still, 
Yeah, no, he's. I think he's at least eight weeks away. And I can't remember is what's his name, uh, Blake Green. Is he injured or did they just drop him? Because oh, he played fucking. Was it last week or the week before? I watched the game and he played. Fucking that Blake should be in a retirement home, let alone playing on a football field. Well, he's going to go to the dogs. Luckily, I think cause after he did his ACL, the dogs reneged on their deal or something. Yeah, no, that, that sounds right to me. <laughs> All right, now I'll move on to the uh, what's the fucking game? The Tigers, Titans. Tigers just oh, soulless. Yeah, oh, but they're almost there. Like they're, soft. They're almost there. Pathetic. Oh, bit harsh, man. No Come character. On. Come on. No, they are they are soft. No, there's no. <laughs> it was it was the first game um, at Campbelltown. Since Tommy Radonigas passed away, it was another tribute to Tommy at Campbelltown, and once again, just never, never giving themselves a chance. Going eighteen nil down, it, they're just they're soft. They like character, and I don't know how they um, how they're so pathetic under Michael Maguire, who tries to instill mental toughness. But they're just oh, the playing group needs to have a hard look at themselves sometimes. Just pathetic. <laughs> Mate, that, there's some strong words from the man. Well, they, they lose by eight points and people go, oh, you know, losing to eight points against the Titans, you know, yeah. that's 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 not that bad. But they're just never going to win football games giving up 18-point leads. They did it against the Cowboys a couple of rounds ago at Leichhardt. It's just not good enough. If I was a Tigers fan, I'd be I'd be tearing shreds off the wall half the time I see them. They are so hard to follow. Yeah, no, I that... I think it's worse as well because at least they're not like the Bulldogs where they go, you know, they've just had these couple of down years. Like, they've just been in the middle. They've had great games, shit games, and they just stay like... Oh, they, but it's inconsistent. Like, it's so inconsistent. They consistently <laughs> they, fail to deliver and they're consistent underachievers. Oh, I don't even know if you call them underachievers because sometimes their recruitment has been borderline the worst in the league for the last no five years. go there. No, nah, there's no attraction. It's it's a bit of a basket case, but I do feel sorry for the Tigers fans. It's not. I don't wish it upon anyone, but they are ordinary. Yeah, it is like at least even you guys, even when you've had your down years, there's still that recent past of, you know, not even 2010, but you know, say was it 2018 where you guys played like shit for the last couple of games, and then you came out in the finals and smoked uh, Brisbane. Then you almost yep. beat Tarek Sims first half Patrick. Yeah, and then you almost uh, whacked um, the bunnies Nearly out. Nearly beat South. Yeah, exactly. Reynolds kicked three field goals. Prick, um, you know, but somehow, yeah, you, you can't even look at that with with the Tigers. It's just disappointment. No, nah, moving on. I don't want to talk about them anymore. <laughs> They're disgusting. Well, we'll talk about the Titans. Fuck me, you can't keep letting that many tries in, guys. They just oh, keep, that, their defense is shocker. Oh, it's there's there's two sides to the football game, you stupid idiots on the Gold Coast. <laughs> I think, oh, like I don't, I don't get it. I think they've got a good coach. I think Justin Holbrook's done well to turn them around. I thought, I thought they were out the door of the competition a few years ago. Let well, alone just the signings. I think. Oh yeah, the signings paid, paid his paid his wage, like you know. So, like the yeah, just just the signings, just that 
proved, I think, that he's a good coach in terms of just attraction and getting players up there. Well, yeah, although, exactly. to be fair, it's not that hard to get players at the Titans. Who doesn't want to live on the Gold Coast? I think Mel Meninga has a mat like head of culture is like has pretty good influence up there. It's, you know, it just it yeah, seems really. like a you know nice place to be, but you also got to play footy when you get there. Yeah, I think that's that's been one of my criticisms before. I don't think the Gold Coast is a breeding ground for professionalism, considering there's that much distractions up there. But, um, you know, they keep winning football games. Um, they'll change that opinion. But, again, yeah, just conceding yeah. too many points. They need to work on their defence. They haven't got a problem scoring tries. You've got so many weapons across. Oh, yeah, their attack the is it's, it's good to watch. Um, you know, they, they, yeah, they got really good players in attack. Yeah, defensively. Yeah, when they, when they come up against the top four sides and get in an arm wrestle, well... There's no real arm That's, wrestling. I don't, I don't think they'll be able to get in an arm wrestle, to be honest, because they're just conceding tries. So um, the sooner they turn that around, the better. But they are a work in progress. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. But, you know, um, yeah, I don't, well, there's no real arm wrestle in rugby league in, anymore, is there? You, you know, if you go three sets without scoring a try, it's, you know, you've shit yourself, basically, with these rules. Yeah, it's but, like me playing Oztag, just running in tries of fun. So. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Did, oh, did you see um, the boys played Oztag last night? That we played mixed Oztag. I, did, I couldn't go. But uh, we had three injuries in the field and we had no reserves. So, yeah, jeez. Blake did his knee again. Oh, God. Our other, other mate Noah did his, uh, uh, not ACL, uh, hammy. And then one of the girls did a knee as well. Oh, so it's quite sport quite... isn't sport isn't for everyone. <laughs> Mate, it was it was carnage in uh, carnage carnage at the ridge. Yeah, well, resemblance to Bankwest on Friday. Oh, mate, yeah, seriously. Well, at least there was no video ref there. Yeah. Now we'll move on to a nice warm place called Queensland, um, and then we'll go up into that place and go a bit further north and we'll go to Townsville where the good old Cowboys got another one, another field goal over the Broncos. Mate, you know what? Broncos put the heart in and then they lost Xavier Coates. Was that before, was that announced before or after the game? Uh, I believe after the game. Yeah, I think I think he went into the sheds and um, he told the boys broke, broke the news. Yeah, a big big loss for the Broncos. They just can't retain any talent, and it seems any talent that does leave the club goes goes on to bigger and better things. Like Reese Walsh at the Warriors, he's only played a handful of games, but oh, he he's looks great. He, he's great. He looks electric. Dave Fafita's left the club. He's um, the, the strike back row in the competition, and Xavier Coates going to Melbourne. Well, he's only going to be the player that he deserves to be next three years he'll probably be in the top three wingers in the game for sure so yeah 100 um, percent at melbourne just the failure of the system and their retention at the moment um and i hope it doesn't turn around fucking i don't like the broncos <laughs> and i love seeing them lose everyone <laughs> no, i think but then you look but then you look at the talent that they just somehow still have as well like they lose talent but you just got basically that whole of southeast queensland to themselves, they base. They've got a whole city, all those surrounding areas. Um, they just have the ability to draw any sort of talent. So, look, I don't think 
Well, that's like it used to be. You know, the Broncos could only fill 30 spots, mm. maybe, maybe 90 across their entire organization. Players had to be let go. You know, Cameron Smith, Cooper Cronk, Billy. Yeah, I think they've had Stevie Wonder as one of their scouts. <laughs> Southeast Brisbane, fuck me. Some of the talent they've they let, let go, not just those blokes that you're talking about, some of the greats of the game, but obviously yours, Sam Walker. Um, he, he's well, I don't, I don't, they didn't let him go. Like, I think. Well, they, well, they failed to pick comparatively, him. Comparatively, yeah. It's, it, it's just bad enough. Like, I think someone someone was telling me he's a fullback. Like, are you serious? Wait, Sam Walker? Yeah, they were, they were telling him you're a fullback and he left to go develop as a 5 8 at the Roosters and. They're just they're just letting go of the good ones and not not going to say they're keeping keeping the bad ones, but they're they're just not reading the talent that's in front of them. But I, I don't see. I don't even think that's their issue. I think still the the issue was just they've just got no experience in the team in terms of really older heads. But look, they're going to turn around. I think I think they're going to be one of the teams to beat in the coming years, just from just all this young talent coming through. Like you look at like Payne House, Jordan Ricky, well Payne Guy Jr. is not young, but still, like still only twenty, he's still twenty five sort of thing. Um, you know, not old. Oh, he's he's a, he's a flog. <laughs> I was going to say I was going to say Xavier Coates, but yeah, whoops. Uh, like did you, hear what, did you hear what Payne Guy came out with during the week? No, what did he say? He he declared his allegiance to New South Wales, mate. You focus on getting in the starting thirteen of the Broncos, let alone. <laughs> Talking about origin selection, you mug. There's about ten back rowers in the comp better than you. Who did he declare his allegiance for previously? Was it? Well, because he's Tonga, or because um, you can't represent both if you're representing Tonga in the same footy calendar. And he's he's come out and said he's going to play for New South Wales. Oh, isn't it because mate, Tonga and that were playing at the same be, time? You might be running the you might be running the Gatorade for New South Wales, let alone playing for him. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, that's. I doubt he would get picked there. To be honest, I don't know Good why luck. he would. Even, I don't know why he even bother saying that. Good luck to him if that's his uh, dreams. But, geez, he's gonna have to find some form if he wants to be near the conversation. Oh yeah, fuck. But we'll move, we'll move past Broncos because look, I think better, but still, not there, again. So I feel like I say that every week. Good. Um, Val Holmes, I think he's coming back into sort of a. Decent run of form. Kyle Felt just fucking how good. He's such a good finisher. You see mm. that try? Yeah, that was brilliant. No, he, he must be a strong bastard too. Like another another try that breaks the Broncos' hearts. My God, I love to see it. <laughs> um, Scott Drinkwater, he's fucking so good, eh? He's just well, like if he was at I, Melbourne, he'd be one of the best players in the game. He was at Melbourne, but that sounds like if he stayed at Melbourne. Yeah, no, his, his development, again, would have been good. But I, I don't understand. I'd be confused with the direction the Cowboys are going in, just in terms of their spine. I, I, I imagine they're going to keep Holmes at fullback as you probably persist and see him get more comfortable in that role. But they've signed Chad Townsend and Deirdre next year. I think you've got to be playing Scott Drinkwater at six, surely. I don't, I don't really understand the signing of Deirdre. That's just the one for me. Yeah, I look. I don't know. I think maybe just he just wants a bit of competition. Um, what's his name? Todd Payton. Todd Payton. Yeah, 
ex-Roosters player, fun fact. See, back on him again. Um, yeah, I think he just maybe just wants a bit of competition between the boys. You know, get him, you know, firing to for that spot. You want, you want players playing for the spot. Yeah, a bit of healthy, healthy competition. Oh, yeah, a bit of healthy competition. Drive, drives the squad. Yeah, you don't. You obviously don't want to get it, let it get out of hand, but that just you know that's where you got his top pain is going to show his sort of coaching ability. There, actually, um, I can Javid Bowen played another game. Did he? Has he played the last oh. couple of weeks? Yeah, has he got an NRL contract? <laughs> well, he's with he's he's with the he's with the Cowboys. I don't think they've really Jeez. got a massive. He should team. be playing for the. The, the Townsville Blackhawks every week, not the Cowboys. <laughs> nah, to be fair, they got a win. Good on him. Yeah, he's not that uh, bad a player. <laughs> he's, he's all right. Of Matty Bowen. He's, yeah, his nephew, think. isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tamalolo back. Just is just big. he's big. He's got a big piece. Yeah, incredible Hulk. He's, he's just, just insane. Imagine like, I'm just thinking about how big his paint. Yeah, it's probably massive. A. Eh? There's no way it's not. Like it's got to mm. be. Like, it couldn't not be. No, probably move on from Joseph, that. I'm, I'm going to let you imagine that. I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> um, oh, and Paddy Carrigan, ACL. That's fucking awful. Good luck yeah. to him in the future. Nah, I never, never want to see a player get injured. Yeah. doesn't matter who they are. Yeah, hopefully rehab um, goes all right for him. Now, this is a game I actually get to see quite a bit of. Um, holy fuck. Is Tom Travojevic the most beautiful man I've ever seen? Tommy Turbo Show. He is just like five line breaks, two hundred thirty-five meters. Just how uh, four two tries tries. or something is? It's yeah, two tries, four tries, assists or something. That's just fucking. Oh man. No, nah, the bloke, the blokes are freaking. Oh, I personally have never seen. An individual have an influence, such a heavy influence, on a football team week in week out. I think their win ratio with Travojevic is up around uh, the seventy seventy five percent, and without it, it's down around the thirty percent. He's just yeah, that, and that's it, that's nuts. He, obviously, there's no doubting he's a great great player and a real special player at that. But it just must be looking across in the in the dressing room, looking across and seeing you got to Tom Travojevic on your team, and you you just you know you're a chance. It just must be such a mental thing for Manly as well. Well, like you just look at players who weren't playing good before that. Like Cherry Evans wasn't playing that great. You know, Saab wasn't as good. You know, Harper and Parker. You know, he's literally made everyone in that team better just by having him back for like. He just made like seriously, um, mate. It's probably just a little bit of Desi, Desi magic. He just, he's getting a little bit of magic there. A little bit, a little bit of special Desi seasoning. Yeah. But, well, now I think they only sit two points outside the top eight. So they, I don't even can... think that really counts for anything anymore, does it? When you look oh, at the well, fucking top, like if Tom Javovic stays fit, then he could. They could they, actually. They can. They can beat. I'm not going to say they can beat everyone on their day, but they can definitely trouble the top sides with turbo fit. Oh yeah, I well they they took Penrith to the death basically. Yeah, I'm actually good. stayed with them, scored 18 one, points, one to twelve. Thank you, um, man. <laughs> Got my multi up on that. So <laughs> no, nah, it's it's good to see it's good to see Manly firing again. 
they're not like the, the good old days when everyone hates Manly. To be honest, they got quite quite a likable playing squad. So I don't. They mind actually seeing. do. Yeah, they don't have you know the um, the Stewart brothers and Jamie Lyon and all that. Yeah, the one, the one everyone that people that everyone hate or you love to hate them. Steve Maddow. Steve Maddow. <laughs> he was just basher. Just did could hit could hit someone. Oh, seriously. Um, on to the Warriors. Yeah, just I don't know. We like. Would you say that they lost the game, or would you say that Tommy Trevojevic is just so fucking good that he just he just made them like um, no through no fault of their own, just made them. Unfortunately, win. I didn't actually. I didn't get to watch this game, but just going off the the form of the Warriors in their season, um, I think they're hanging in the contest a lot more. I think in previous years gone by, they. They're a lot softer. I think they've they've got a bit more resolve and a bit more mental toughness. I think their, um, their squad's definitely better. It's probably yeah, uh, yeah, as good Adam, as it's been. Adam Fanua Blake's a fantastic signing. Um, unfortunately, two of us are shakes going to rugby, but you got yeah. Reese Reese Walsh. So I think the future's bright for them. Yeah, um, well, hopefully, Fanua Blake. I don't know how long he's out for, but hopefully, he gets I think back. he's back in. Uh, is he? I haven't looked at the team list for this week. Uh, so Magic Round I haven't looked at Magic Round team list but we'll, we'll get to that when we get there um, mm. but yeah fuck oh, Warriors I hope they go good we need them you know like I've said for a couple of teams but you need the Warriors going good you want like you want I want another New Zealand team I want a team you know have a mad derby because fuck the, the talent that comes out of New Zealand is fucking ridiculous and you just don't and you don't want it to be just the you know blokes that don't want to play union, which well, that they either don't make it a union or like you want them to be wanting to play rugby league. I want them to kill union. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I want I want New Zealand or rugby league. Screw yeah, union. That'd be Couldn't great. Care for it. Yeah, Not going to happen. Yeah, well, it's basically anytime soon. Basically but... dead here anyway. So look, oh, we're halfway yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what's the next game? Oh, I was, uh, mate. Dragons. Yeah, the, good, to be, good to be back in the, the winner's circle, years. baby. Look, I'll, I'll let you talk about the Dragons um, and what you liked, what you disliked. Give give us your thoughts and a rundown. Um, yeah, so I'll start off with by being a bit honest. I didn't really watch much of the first half. <laughs> Did um, you, didn't you? No, I was at a Mother's Day barbecue, so that sort of stopped that. But I tuned in for the second half. Um what I saw was the Forza Honey Impacts um, going after a lot of the Bulldogs players um, through the middle. We, we wore them down and played a lot of eyes-up football. I liked Ben Hunt running a few short sides. I think we oh, scored was, on yeah, two, two short sides. Um, so it's good to see him back running the football, going deep into the line. Um, and the two the two tries that we conceded, I think Jack Bird got stripped on our own 10-metre line. Um which is just a good individual effort from um, the dogs player. So like, it's not really a fault of the team. Jack Bird probably should have held on to the ball, but that's a try that we conceded. It's not anything that went against our systems. And the other one was just an intercept um, from Nick Meaney. So they're two tries that I can cop, and it was good scoring 32 points. But at the end of the day, it, it was the Bulldogs. Um, so... That puts it into a bit of context, and we've got Melbourne next week. But um, it's just good to get two points and hopefully build a bit of confidence in the squad again after three losses. Yeah, I think yeah, it basically sums it up, to be honest. I, I did watch the first half. 
Fuck me, it was a bludger. Um, oh, 6 0 at half time. Yeah. God, yeah. I'm glad I didn't watch it. It was, yeah, it was fucking, yeah. Um, I'll talk about, you know, Bulldogs for a little bit, but they've just got fucking nothing, eh? Uh, you know, <laughs> like, I even feel bad, like, I feel bad for Flano. Not because he's a good player or anything, yeah. but, like, I don't really rate, rate him as a player. I, you know, didn't have the Roosters, to be honest. I thought he kind of had a, not luck. But he had a great side around him that he didn't have to create. But he's a young half. He shouldn't have to be there being the main man. Like, he should have another half there that's at least doing something. Yeah, well, I, I, it's it's a tough one for Flanagan. He, he's been brought in to sort of be the main playmaker, whether he, he's ready, yeah. ready for that or not. Um, I think it's... Unfortunately, proving that maybe he's just not ready, especially when you've got a young bloke in Jay Cavarillo playing 5'8 um, outside you and he's naturally a centre. And uh, You can see their kicking game is lacking. Their oh, yeah, their, their kicking game is, is... Their end of sets is probably like the worst. Uh, it's it's ordinary. Unfortunately, he kicked out the full on the on zero tackle on the weekend and they, they just look like a side without confidence at the moment and... I think Flanagan's a perfect example of that. Unfortunately, he's just uh, conceding possession, kicking out the full in the first tackle. It just it just messes with his confidence, and at times you wonder is he is he playing for a spot in the team next week, or is he going to well, try he, he got and win the game? It's it's, it's unfortunate. I think yeah. Matt Burton can come soon enough for for the Bulldogs. But would you would you replace Burton with Flano? Um, no. And would you keep everyone no, there? No, no, Avrilo go to the centres for mine. Nick Kotrick on one wing, um, Addo Carr on the other. Um, Nick Mee, oh, jeez. Yeah, it's hard. Had... Someone's going to have to miss out, Nick Meany or Wateni Zalesniak. Oh, Hopawadi. Uh, Hopawadi probably, I think. I think his contract's up at the end of the year. I yeah, don't know so... if they're looking to re-sign him. Yeah, so, fuck, you never know. But, yeah, I just, yeah, I feel bad, fuck. Like, you see, he's like, he was almost crying in his press conference today. And then the team list comes out and he's fucking dropped. Yeah. Don't don't wish it upon anyone, especially a, a young player just trying to develop himself. But yeah, I, I think he, yeah. that's a situation he's in. I think he needs some time in reserve grade. Not yeah, for, maybe not get for his anything. Not, you know, you get his confidence back up. Just get him. He's been in such high pressure situations, I think, at the Roosters where he came in. I don't think he was expected to do much, but I think that the team, the club realised that obviously we don't need you. We've got like eight halves. You know, we had at that time as well. So Kiri, Lachlan Lamb. And to be honest, I don't think he would have got a run last year back in the squad if Lachlan Lamb didn't get injured. Um, but, you know, I think he's come to the Bulldogs you know, to be the main man, that's fucking not fair. That's I think that's that's a coaching thing that Barrett should have fucking realised that. But oh well, Lockie Lewis, Prince of Belmore, I think he's injured actually. Yeah, he's not coming back. Brandon Wakem's playing. Yeah, that's it. All right, well that's the re- that's the review. Now we'll go through the que- the preview pretty quickly. Well, not quickly, but just sort of general thoughts. So, quick general thoughts, 1 to 12, and a tip. All right. 
So, all right, first game, Friday, 6 o'clock, always the best game, never a bludger at 6 o'clock. Um, plenty of fans there. Yeah, plenty of fans. There might be. There'll be like three of them. Um, so West Tigers Knights. So I don't think there's a, there's no Thursday night game. Um, so West Tigers Knights. Uh, personally, for me, I just I just think looking at team lists and anything. I don't know. Nothing could really change my mind, but I just think I think Knights will get this one. Uh, mostly because they got rid of. Jake Simpkin, um, and he's a good player, but and he's been one of their better players. I don't know, maybe he played shit last game. I didn't see it, but you know, classic fucking Tigers. Yeah, I think oh I think God. Knights one to twelve. Yeah, I just looking at that squad. I just seen that Jake Simpkins um, Wait, on is the it, reserves. Is Mullet like, Man, and Mullet Man's gone. I can't believe that. Zach Sinny's gone. You're kidding. Tommy Talao. Yeah. You're kidding. Uh, the, the big one for me, I don't understand this. Moses Mbai's gone to 5'8". Oh, fuck. Dewey's at 3. Oh, that's fucking stupid. How many, how many oh, years has Moses Mbai been playing first grade now and I still couldn't tell you what he's good at on a football field? <laughs> I, I still don't know what his best position is. I don't know what value he brings to a team. It's nothing personal against him. I just, he's, he's a running... He's a running player, but he hasn't had a forward pack since the Bulldogs to run behind. Yeah, I don't. I think it's. I think it's just sending mixed messages. I thought out of the game where I was pretty scathing of the Tigers um, last week against the Titans, Adam Dewey was actually one of their better players um, at six, and now he's been moved out to the centres. So I don't know what that does for his confidence, and it's just another five-eight partner for Luke Brooks again. So. More yeah, that's pressure fucking on. hell. That's just stupid. Like, look. So I think. Yeah. I think with the ins, they've got Lionel Hunt coming in. Tex Holly's back. Um, and I think there's just a bit too much class in that um, Knights team. And I think they go from strength to strength. Knights thirteen plus. Oh mate, not thirteen plus. I think where's oh, so Lionel Hunt, Tex Holly are on the um, on the reserves, so they may make their way in, but see how it goes. All right, next game. Seagulls, Broncos. I don't even think that needs a that that's mate. Broncos, one to twelve. But look, if Broncos don't get up for this, then that's uh. And you yeah. said you said Broncos one to twelve. You mean? Did I, did I say that? Sorry, sorry. I meant uh, guts. What are they called? Manly Seagulls one to twelve. I think I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna go Manly thirteen plus based okay. on the fact. Martin Marty Tapao's back. Um, oh fuck, he's as well. And they're actually using Moses Sully off the bench now. Well, I'd say he might come on and play a loose forward sort of role because they've got Kay Cusser's a bit of utility, and Sully can provide backline depth if one the player goes down between one to five. But um, yeah, Tommy Turbo show again, magic round. He's going to produce the magic. Oh god, he just he, oh, and a bit of Desi magic on top, a bit of Desi dust. Um, yeah. Alrighty, now, so Bulldogs Raiders. I think if Raiders don't win this, <sighs> fuck me. That's I'm go, I'm going. I'm only going one to twelve Raiders. Um, Here is like, what are the changes in their squad? So, Tarpany, Rapana, and Sutton were they injured, or? Ah, uh, I'm not too sure. <laughs> no, knowing the Raiders, they could have been absolute dog shit and been dropped. 
because Hodgson's not he, Hodgson's on the bench. Uh, I, 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 I like, I like Tom Starling at hooker too. So yeah, to be honest, like, I I I do like Tom Starling at hooker. I think I think Josh Hodgson should go to the fucking doggies. Get a, you know they need a hooker. They need someone that can actually run a team from hooker. Oh, which God, they need something. They just need fucking something. I don't know what what would you even say they need. Um, and yeah. So and Flano's dropped. Um, that's a bit harsh, but. I think. Good luck to him. Hopefully, he turns it on in reserve grade. I don't think he's playing reserve grade because of the COVID stuff. Oh, that's so right. Even the, so, that's but I did. I have heard that he was getting needle to play. He'd done something to his ribs, so maybe that they're just giving him the week off. Um, yeah, but I'm still. I'm going Raiders one to twelve still. Yeah, I think. Um, I'm gonna go Raiders thirteen plus. I think. They finally find their mojo. Um, okay. Well, I right. don't no, finally find their mojo, but they finally put Bring a few back. together. Yeah. Um, Jack, Jack White and the Dominate, Raiders 13 plus. All right. Now, so this is a bit of a bit of a funny one because I can see, I can actually see a bit of an upset here. Sharkies. Yeah. Uh, Sharkies v Rabbits, five thirty on a Saturday. I, I reckon Sharkies might be able to get a win here. Yeah, I think a one to twelve, very slim win. So Dugan's back, uh, for feeders in again. I, I I think yeah, I don't know. I just got this feeling. Look, it probably will be fucking thirteen plus Rabbits, um, but oh, they got Reynolds back. Got for feeder um, back, sharks. Yes, yeah, that's what I said. They're going for feeder back. Um, yeah, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to cheeky one to twelve for the sharkies. Um, I'm, I'm going to go, go the opposite. I'm, I think South has got too much quality across the, um, across the park with Reynolds back. I think they'll control the game a hell of a lot better than they did against Melbourne. Um, and the sharks are just hard to. Well, actually, they're. Yeah, they're pretty difficult to get a read on. You don't know what you're going to get from them. Um, looks like they're sort of going through the motions, and I just don't think they'll be able to run with the bunnies for the full eighty. No, I'm actually going to go bunnies one to twelve. Bunnies one to twelve. Alrighty, now next game, Roosters Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Chookies. Uh, Thirteen plus. I think. I think we can still get it done. Ooh. But yeah, well, what do you what is what are your opinions there? What do you reckon? Um Yeah, no, Roos is thirteen plus. A few players back in. Lock and Lamb coming back into the side. Um Satili Tupanua back from suspension. I think they got too much for the Cowboys. Chook's thirteen plus. Mate, how good. I love when we agree. Yeah, love I love that. Alrighty, I've got okay, so we've right. got um Warriors v Eels. I I genuinely think um, I think the Warriors will get will get them here. I think Dylan Brown, Reed Marnie's in, but he did with the HIA. He'd, I don't know if they would play him. Um, so yeah, I think that's why they probably got. Is Joey Lusick a hooker? I cannot remember. Um, so yeah, I, I think Warriors one to twelve. I think. Yeah, I, I I don't mind that. 
bit of an upset. Um, the Eels, welcome back, Wonga Blake. Uh, so he should do a bit of potency in attack in the in the centre role. Though but he yeah, does miss- let in eight tries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> missing, Dylan, miss, missing Dylan Brown. Um, Nick Corey's out. He was actually doing a pretty good job in the centres. But, um, yeah, Parra didn't impress me much um, last week, so I don't have much confidence. Um, Brad Arthur's actually debuting his son, Jacob Arthur. Yeah, I did, I did see that. Which is interesting. So another father-son in the NRL. Um, yeah, like you, I might go. I might go the upset and go Warriors uh, one to twelve. Nice, oh, mate. We're agreeing again. Like it's gonna get better. I now, can't believe the odds on the next one. What are the odds? We're eight dollars. I can know, but they don't, they don't have Smith, Grant, and Munster. They're three best players. That is players. disrespectful. Um, we're not we're not world beat. Oh, and then the odds change. Hang on, we're five dollars fifty. Sorry, still at fifty respectful. I think. Look, I, I I still I think still storm one to twelve, but I wouldn't be surprised if you guys pull one out your ass. Um, I still don't know why you guys don't play Adam Clune. Um, fuck off, Corey Norman. Oh, that is two half. You're, you're singing you're singing to the choir, Joseph. Fuck that. Bloke. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Yeah. Well, what are your opinions? Obviously, it's your team. What do you reckon? Um, I think you, the biggest thing is you don't know which dragon side you're going to get. We've had five wins, four losses. So that says we're a bit inconsistent. Now, we've been consistent in the fact that we won four in a row, we lost three in a row. Uh, history says we'll probably go. Um, well, form says we should piece together a win. Um Actually, that's bullshit. Don't believe a word I just said then. Um, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's a tough one. You just don't know which dragons you're going to get is pretty much the narrative I was trying to tell. Like The, the dragons that beat Parramatta and bash them up at Bank West will give Melbourne a real run for their money and um, could get the chocolates, but it's going to be tough. Melbourne are like the Roosters, next man up mentality. Whoever's um, Come in for those blokes that are out. The three three big players, they'll step up and do the job to their best of ability. Um, my head says Melbourne one to twelve. My heart says Dragons one to twelve. You got to go with your heart. Got to go with your heart. That's right. Dragons one to twelve. Mate, see, you never tip. I, I'd never tip against my own team. I don't know how anyone could. No, I've done it, and every time I've done it this year, I've uh, I've had egg on my face. <laughs> oh, I want every game God. I tipped against them. I've I've only tipped against the Roosters once. It was in 2011. We uh, it was I remember because it was our year six tipping comp, and so Roosters were versing the Warriors, and I think we won. It was like 12 10. It was the fucking most boring, shitty game. I think it was actually, I think it was Boyd Corden's debut. Oh yeah. I'm I'm I actually gonna check that. Give me one moment. Give me one moment. Oh, All right. 2012. No, 2011 because it was year six. All right. Let's have a look. There was a shitty Warriors game. Game. Fuck. 13-6. Okay. I remember that so much. Oh, it doesn't have any teams. It doesn't have the team list or anything. But I'm 90%, 90% sure that was um, Boyd Cordner's first game. I'm going to double check that now in Boyd Cordner's Wikipedia. Obviously. Oh, I'm doing the same thing. 2011, round 13, 
Yep, you're right. Corner. Playing off the Fuck bench. Me. So that was the first time I've ever tipped against the Roosters and we lo- we won. And you know what? I've not looked back since. I can't I can't do it. Well, you've had you've had more ups and downs for the next ten years, so <laughs> hard to tip well, against, to be honest. Yeah, like I'm I'm looking at some of the um our st- like our games that year. God, they're garbage. Like I've, I think we came La, not la. It was like uh, 2011. I think it was like 13th or 14th. Oh. Did not have a good game, but oh. we came 14th. But we still had six wins, so still better than fucking Bulldogs will be this year. And Raiders came last with four. Um, back on, back on to uh, 2021. Last game, Titans Penrith. Yeah, Penrith at uh, 13 plus. Oh, Tides get absolutely touched up here. They're paying $9 and you're going to see the pretenders um, separated from the contenders. Penrith to absolutely wallop these um, <laughs> bare weather flat track bullies of Titans. Who knows how many points they'll concede. Could be a cricket score. Panthers 13 plus. Well, look, we agree again. That's just, there's just nothing better. Alrighty, well, anyway, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Uh, sorry about some technical issues we had with our guest. Uh, he won't be back anytime soon. Um, that's a joke. Uh, it, was a, uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a rough debut. Dropped the ball three times, um, kicked out in the full, and uh, threw, two in, threw two intercepts, but I'll be back again in final form. So a regular uh, Carl Funnigan game? Oh, that was, uh, that was a bit mean, wasn't it? Ready <laughs> between the lines, you could you know, that. But, um, good luck to Kyle this week. All yeah. the best. Good, yeah. You want to see him back playing footy and playing good footy. Um, alrighty. Well, uh, make sure to follow us on the Slotcast. Our release read this episode is released on uh, a Wednesday, so you'll see it up in the morning. Um, so we did change it from last week because we wanted to have the team list to do the uh, one to twelve um, for the review. But anyway, hope you all enjoyed. Uh, Like I said, follow the Insta. And uh, yeah, have a great uh, week and can't wait for the footy on the weekend.